You're listening to episode 75 of the Fat-Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat-Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired Hello action. and welcome back to the Fat your best Podcast life, and all starting talk about from the inside the difference out. Between I'm so happy to have you here. Allergies, now let's get started. Food sensitivities and food intolerances because there tends to be some confusion for people um, amongst these three categories. So first and foremost, food allergies cause an immune response. When we look at immunoglobulins, when you have an allergy, it causes an IgE response, okay? IgE for a food allergy. So this means that your immune system, when you eat, say, um, peanuts, see, people can be allergic to peanuts. You have an immune response where your immune system becomes hypersensitive to that specific food, like peanuts or shellfish. And when you have an allergic reaction, um, it views these harmful proteins in the food as threats and launches like a full-scale attack. And when you have food allergies, this can lead to, you know, really severe symptoms such as hives or difficulty breathing or even anaphylaxis where someone has to have like an EpiPen um, because it can be life-threatening. So food allergies in a nutshell is an immune response, okay? to a specific protein or certain food. When someone has a food allergy, when they eat that food, it triggers an immune response. Your body will release histamine and other chemicals causing symptoms that can range from like mild hives to upset stomach to severe reactions that can be life-threatening. So of course, food allergies are freaking serious. And again, you would test IgE to see if you have that diagnosed allergen or allergy. Now, next, we want to look at food sensitivities. Now, food sensitivities don't cause an immune response. Now, what we measure is not IgE, but IgG. And when someone has a food sensitivity, it can cause a whole host of symptoms like bloating, diarrhea, gas, brain fog, feeling like a bag of poop after you eat. But the response is obviously not as scary and worrisome and life altering as an allergic reaction. But food sensitivities as an FDNP and as a holistic nutritionist, this is where we really shine. And I want you to think of when someone has this food sensitivity, well, We always like to put our health detective cap on and bring it back to gut health because your gut is where 70% of your immune system is. Your gut is where 90% of you absorbing those nutrients happen. So there could be a lot of reasons why you are having these food sensitivities and a big culprit is really your gut health. So when we think of the gut, 
we think of it as a place where we are pulling nutrients in from, it's called to, you don't really need to know this term, but it's called the lumen. It's called the gut lumen. And I explain it to clients like the gut lumen is like a river that flows through your body. Anything you eat, anything you put in your skin, anything you ingest goes through the gut lumen. Okay. It's very an un it's a very much unvetted, like anything can go through the lumen. And I also like to explain it like this. It's like, say there's this really bomb ass club and they only let like celebrities or really elite people into the club. That doesn't mean that Joe and Suzanne can't line up for the club, okay? So they can be in line for the club, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the bouncer is going to be like, hey, Joe and Suzanne, you get to come into the club. So what I'm trying to say here is anything you eat, anything you yeah, ingest, anything you put on your skin goes through the gut lumen and anything can you know be in line for the club. Now, what pulls the nutrients into the bloodstream, into the gut, is something referred to as the microvilli. So we have the the microvilli and we have the villi. And I like to explain it like think of these finger-like projections that are going to pull the nutrients into the bloodstream. And your those nutrients are going to nourish your body. They're going to go through general circulation. They're going to go through the liver. And we want to be able to extract the raw material, the nutrients from the food we eat. Now, there could be reasons why we are not fully absorbing nutrients and it could be damaged microvilli. So think of these finger-like projections. Think of like a car dealership, you know, those balloon men that like float around when you drive by. Think of those balloon men being flattened. When they're flattened, your body's not gonna be able to absorb those nutrients. Another thing that can happen in the gut is if we have a lot of Joe and Suzanne who aren't these elite people coming into our body, you know, coming, trying to get into the club, or we have a lot of um, toxins and pharmaceuticals and alcohol and our toxic load is really high, what can happen is a lot of this junk can try to get into the try to get into um, get into the gut, get into our bloodstream, that the gut will open up to try to, per, um, and the gut will open up and it'll form these histamine bubbles to try to throw this stuff out that's potentially trying to penet- penetrate into the gut. So the thing is, when the gut opens out, opens up to not allow these toxins to come in, what happens is it becomes a two-way street. So some stuff gets in that shouldn't get in and vice versa, right? Like it's a two-way street. So what do I mean by that? How is this related to food sensitivities? Well, undigested food particles, gluten, things that shouldn't be going into the club into the bloodstream, go into the bloodstream. And then what happens is your body's like, why, why is this in here? And then you have a sensitivity. Then you have an IgG response. So when people have said to me, yeah, I have no allergies. I'm like, well, have you done a food sensitivity cl- food sensitivity test? Because, you know, if we go over your intake form and we go over your metabolic chaos scorecard, a lot of people have a lot of symptoms and it kind of always comes back to, well, not always, but you know, your whole entire body, all the systems communicate with each other. The gut is a big thing. Also, we want to look at your stomach acid. We also want to look at how are you digesting your food, right? We want to look at it all, right? But 
that is a big proponent why someone has food sensitivities is because the gut is essentially leaky and things that should, shouldn't be coming in are coming in because the body's trying to protect other things from not coming in. So it kind of creates this huge huge kind of environment of dysfunction and this is why it's really important to run some labs see if your gut is leaky see what your microbiome consists of like see what your good bacteria is at see how much bad bacteria you have and then focus on really healing and sealing the gut and when you heal and seal the gut you really have that protective barrier that prevents Suzanne and Joe I think I said coming into the bloodstream, coming into the gut. When we test for food sensitivities, IgG, they can also be more of a delayed response where hyper with a hypersensitivity reaction, right? With with an allergy, it's like an acute response. With a sensitivity, it can be a slower reaction that can occur up to, you know, hours, like hours up to days when they are exposed to that antigen. So as an FDNP, there are two labs we can run to see your food sensitivities. Now for my American clients, we can run an MRT. And I like this test because you don't actually have to be eating the food to see if you have a sensitivity. So it actually tests the white blood cells to see if you are sensitive to whatever. It can be strawberries, it can be eggs, it can be rice, it can be pineapple, it can be cheese. It can They test everything, okay? So that's a really great test because you can be eating quote unquote healthy foods, but they may not be right for you. That doesn't mean you have to say something came up like eggs. That doesn't mean you have to give up eggs forever. It means let's remove it for 90 days. Let's focus on supporting your gut, really healing and sealing that mucosal barrier. And then you can add them back in and see how you feel and see how your body is responding and you know your body better than anyone else, right? Like if you add something back in and you're like, oh man, I gotta run to the toilet or oh man, I'm burping or oh man, this doesn't feel good, then you know you have to remove it longer. Now in Canada, we run an IgG. Now this can be a good test in the sense if you are eating everything under the sun, if you don't have any sort of dietary restrictions, like you eat gluten, you have dairy, you have nightshades, you have you eat everything under the sun, okay? You don't say, oh no, I don't eat gluten or I don't eat grains or whatever, right? If you're eating everything under the sun, it can be beneficial because with an IgG, you actually have to be eating the food or else it won't come up. So for me personally, I don't eat gluten. If I were to run this lab on myself, gluten wouldn't come up. So that's my two cents on the two labs that we do run. And lastly, we are going to talk about food intolerances. And just like food sensitivities, intolerances do not cause an immune response like allergies. Now, most people can be familiar with people not being able to break down lactose, right? Lactose intolerant. That is a food intolerance. So food intolerance can be caused by various factors, including enzyme deficiency. Some people lack specific enzymes needed to digest certain foods. Just like I said, 
lactase. Lactase is an enzyme that is required to break down lactose, which is a sugar found in milk and dairy products. We can also have like chemical sensitivities. Certain chemicals or additives in foods can trigger intolerances and reactions to some individuals. This is why you eat whole foods as much as you can. Eat how mother nature intended us to eat. And then some people may be sensitive to naturally occurring compounds in foods such as histamine or fermented foods, um, certain fruits and vegetables. And I always like to bring this back to gut health as well, right? You know, your gut is where all of the magic happens, where all of the most of the absorption, 90% of the absorption happens, okay? And when you have food intolerances, symptoms can be very similar to food sensitivities, you know, gas, bloating, diarrhea stomach cramps, constipation, um, nausea, maybe even vomiting in in a severe case, right? Headaches. Um, So food sensitivities, food intolerances are no bueno, are no bueno. Who wants to feel like that after you eat a meal? And what I've already said, I think three or four times, is we have to bring it back to your gut health. What is the root cause of why you are having these adverse reactions after you eat a specific food? And just because you don't have an allergy doesn't mean you don't have a food sensitivity or a, or a food intolerance. And you know your body better than anyone else. You live in your body, right? So you, if you pay attention to how your body feels, and you know, sometimes people are so used to having a certain symptom and feeling a certain way that once we, you know, once I start working with clients and we start really cleaning up the diet and, you know, educating them on how your digestive system works and how we can fully support your digestion and how we're looking at labs and how we're integrating different supplement, different supplement protocols in specific to your biochemistry, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I felt so crappy after I ate because I just felt this way for X amount of years. So, I hope this episode gave you clarity on the difference between an allergy, a sensitivity, and an intolerance. And sensitivities and intolerances, the symptoms can be very, very similar. And lastly, if you haven't heard, I am running a complimentary stress and hormone workshop this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is going to be an hour of perspective shifting education and information all on hormonal health and how the stress, the stresses we face in the Western world, how they really mess up our hormones. So if you want to register for this free workshop, I will put the link in the show notes and I hope to see you this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you can't make it live, no big deal. You will have access to the replay for 72 hours. So thanks so much for hanging out, press and play, and I'll catch all you amazing humans next week. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple Podcasts or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. 
And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.